Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gents. Frank Fleck here, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast. I have always said that having a mentor, having support, having someone who has walked the path that you want to walk ahead of you is crucial. And I have recently spent a whole weekend with two mentors. I actually mentioned it on last week's podcast. It was about a year ago. I was at a charity auction. It was actually at the Seriously Fun Business or Expert Empire's uh, Christmas Ball. And they had a huge target. They wanted to raise £36,000 for Basket Brigade, which is feeding low income and families in hardship at Christmas. They run an auction to raise uh, money and I bid on this um, weekend in Madeira, which is where I've just been with with my other half this weekend. And I think I bid £2,000 and there was a very generous donor who doubled every pound raised and so that took it to four thousand pounds and we worked it out on the weekend we worked out that that would have fed just over a hundred families at christmas that four thousand pounds about 38 pounds per person in fact i took my kids and we made up the baskets and drove around birmingham and delivered them to these uh, these families it was a fantastic day actually i can thoroughly recommend it we're we're replicating it in uh, rugby actually we're gonna start um our own branch of the basket brigade because i just think it's such a lovely thing to do at christmas time hadn't planned to go to madeira hadn't planned to spend a long weekend with these two mentors and the the mentors were tony and nikki v you can google them um they do lots of different types of mentoring but they they specialize in um intimate relationship mentoring or coaching or counseling whatever you want to call it so your relationship with your significant other which is an interesting thing to do because i had two failed marriages i've gone through some relationship coaching um, marriage counseling etc and being a fairly self-aware person investing a lot in my own self-development i'm quite comfortable having mentors coaches etc i've had Oh, countless over the years but having this really intensive weekend so we we arrived on Friday and we left on Monday and we stayed in their vid- villa in Madeira and we were with them basically from about 9am through to about midnight uh, every day so really intensive and obviously I'm only well not obviously but um, I'm actually only two years into my relationship with Paula we've been together two years now uh, there or thereabouts and I cannot underestimate the value of being challenged in your conventional thinking now one of the questions we um, we were asked on the first night is how did we both rate our relationship? How did I rate my relationship? How did Paula relate her relationship? 
out of 10. Uh, we had to say the number at the same time. This is after a couple of bottles of, uh, of wine, uh, which is a great way of getting to the truth, by the way. So we said it at the same moment and I said 10 and Paula said nine, which she didn't hear the end of. The whole weekend, uh, I, uh, I mocked her for, <laughs> for nine out of 10. Clearly, we're really happy in our relationship. We're um, enjoying the journey. There's a lot going right in that relationship. And I think it would be really easy, would have been really easy for the two of us to go, well, you know, in which case, let's not work on our relationship over the weekend. Um, let's just have some fun. Let's just see the sights. And we did see the sights and we did uh, really uh, fit a lot into a long weekend. But here's the thing. Even though we were a 19 out of 20, and actually Paula revised her number the next day. She, she revised it to 10. I think she felt a bit under pressure, to be honest. But let's stick with 19 out of 20. Even though we ranked ourselves as a 19 out of 20, um, the amount that I learned about myself, about Paula, about the world, and I know that sounds quite woolly, but the amount that I learned about how Nikki and Tony view the world, about how they have achieved their definition of success. And I, I always say that success is what you define it as. So it might be a certain amount of money in the bank account at the end of every month. It might be a certain amount of time with those that you love. It might be relationships. It might be living on purpose it might be creating a legacy it's, it's whatever you want it to be and and I, I think sometimes we are definitely we allow ourselves to be squeezed into a a mold of what society thinks our definition of success should be but I looked at Tony and Nikki and I'm sure they won't mind me saying I saw a couple that were really happy that had achieved their def definition of success. Not perfection. I'm not saying that it's not without its its flaws. I'm not saying they don't get wound up. I'm not saying that there aren't all the issues that, that you know, we as humans um, face. But I looked at them and I thought, you know what? They're, so they're approximately a generation older than, than me. So they're approximately 20 to maybe 25 years older than me. And I looked at the two of them and I thought, if I'm as happy as you two, if I have as much balance in my life as you two, in 25 years' time, I will be a really happy man. I will be really pleased. That will be a definition of success for me. And when you can see that in someone else, well, that's a gift to be able to spend a long weekend with someone who has got to where you want to be in 20. 25 years time that's a massive gift and so I dedicated my weekend to just learning from them and I on the first night I, I was I've, I was very open with them I said I don't feel very coachable I'm quite tired I've had a busy week I really want a weekend away with my girlfriend and I don't feel like sitting in a classroom with a with a flip chart and bless them they really accommodated me and I learned so much. And, and you might be thinking, Frank, you've spoken for 10 minutes now. When are you going to get onto the property bit? But here's the thing. This is the property bit. How you do one thing is how you do everything. How you turn up to a weekend away. Do you just close your ears, close your eyes and grin and bear it because, you know, it's that fluffy relationship stuff. 
and you're not in the right mood or do you open your heart and your mind to being challenged I was really challenged I was challenged about the relationship with my kids I was challenged about whether even though it's a 19 out of 20 whether our relationship is strengthening or weakening how it's going to get stronger how we can influence it getting stronger where the weaknesses are in that relationship those learnings and 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 there were more learnings I learned about how they're planning to go and live in what sounds like an amazing community like an alternative community in the Italian Alps absolutely amazing and it'll be really easy to say and and it's fate it's based on a lot of spirituality and a um a really unusual uh, philosophy and it'd be really easy to think oh that's you know some of that and, and Nikki and Tony said this you know that's a bit woo woo that's a bit out there focused on energy and very alien concepts to me but I I found it fascinating just as I find it fascinating that someone can earn a thousand times what I earn with exactly the same amount of time as me. I am today, this is funny actually, I am today doing the biggest deal I've ever done. So I am signing uh, for 32 properties today. We are uh, completing on 32 properties today. I've got to sign the paperwork. It's a control now, pay later strategy. And I find it fascinating that at 41 years of age, I'm doing the biggest deal I've ever done. And I'm looking at it thinking, well, how can I do a bigger deal? How can I, how will I do the next deal? How much time has it taken me to do, to, to get to this point? It's taken me about a year. Amazingly, I first sat down with this vendor about a year ago, but they weren't in a hurry. We weren't in a hurry. Just things took a long time. Then they had something crop up. We had something crop up. So yeah, almost exactly a year actually. Um, just shy. I think it's 11 months. And so it's that openness, that, that, that curiousness about our, lives and about the lives of others and that's that's really really important i'm forever wanting to learn from people who are playing the game better than me and they don't need to play the game better than me in every regard but you can look at how they are playing the game of life better than you in one in one aspect and then look at what you can borrow what you can emulate what you can copy in that element so my son is absolutely obsessed with Cristiano Ronaldo he knows so much about him I, I never knew that Cristiano Ronaldo had a heart condition that was news to me I, I learned that last night and because I'd just been to Fenchal in Madeira which is the I think it's the capital of Madeira I'm not sure if it is the capital actually but it's a, a large uh, town in Madeira I think it houses about half the population of Madeira that is where Cristiano Ronaldo is from I always thought he was Port Portuguese as in from the Portuguese mainland um, and he is Portuguese but he's actually from Madeira I did, didn't know that until this weekend <laughs> Michael my son my 10 year old son knew that but as we were watching this program about Ronaldo it showed a picture of him in his 40s 
and it's a real close-up with the TV camera. And his skin is amazing. He, it showed him playing football. It showed him training. The guy is unbelievable. And there's Sir Alex Ferguson there talking about how he thinks Ronaldo could just go on and on and on because he's still hungry and he has looked after himself. And I've, I have read about um, Ronaldo previously. He was one of the first guys to have ice baths. Like he'd get off the, the jet after playing in Europe and he'd be traveling to the um, training ground to have an ice bath because he knew it accelerated his uh, recovery. He was one of the first footballers to have a private chef so that he could have the best nutrition for him. And of course, that is a big part of how he is continuing to perform at the top of the game into his 40s, which is amazing, or late 30s. Not sure how old he is. I think he's about my age, but I'm not sure. And so as I was looking at Nicky and Tony, and the amazing thing is you get to, to ask a lot of questions when you're immersed with them. Um, and as I was looking at them, I, I was thinking of more and more questions and having gone from a position of, oh, this will be an enjoyable weekend, I actually was challenged hugely in, in some regards. And it, it did challenge me in terms of my business, in terms of why am I playing such a small game? Why am I, as Tony says, getting got? So why am I? And that's basically, you know, when things wind you up and you you uh, turn a bit red and get Tony and Nikki talk about red energy and green energy and spending as much time feeling green. So I, I would sum that up as abundant, as peaceful, as happy compared to red energy when you are wound up, when you are aggressive, when you're thinking aggressive thoughts, when you are um, competitive, when you are guess not in balance I guess I can sum it up as that and so it challenged me to think well when in my life do I spend time red when do I spend time not feeling how I would choose to feel and it doesn't mean meditating for 10 hours a day it doesn't mean sitting on a one of my most enjoyable things to do is to sit on a sun lounger in the sun reading a book that's probably one of my most relaxing states uh, in the world. I absolutely love it. I love the sun. I love warmth and I love learning and reading. Um, and so it doesn't mean sitting on a sound sun lounger from breakfast till dinner every day. It's about balance. And that whole weekend has helped to challenge the balance that I have chosen for my life. And wherever you are in your property journey, and this is my message, I know I've talked for quite a long time without talking much about property, apart from the, the deal that we're doing today, this is my message for today's episode. Wherever you are at in terms of health, in terms of your property portfolio, in terms of your cash flow, in terms of your relationships, you are 100% responsible for. And I said this, I asked this of Tony actually, Tony got really ill last year. And it's really easy for people to say, oh, I'm responsible. I own my situation. But it's much harder for you to do it in the moment when you're challenged. And so it was a little bit of a test. And if Tony, you're listening to this, you passed the test with flying colors, mate. So Tony had just said, you know, we're responsible for the energy that we uh, um, exude. We're responsible for how we feel. And if we are feeling negative for long enough, it's impossible to stay healthy. We will get sick. And that's a, a 
really challenging concept. Most people can get their head around, well, if I'm in a rubbish job, it's it's on me. I should have applied for a better job or I should have gone and got extra qualifications or I should have worked harder. Or, and a lot of people can't even get there. A lot of people will blame, you know, well, the estate agents are rubbish or the 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 interest rates are too high so I can't buy now or I can't get lending or my ex-wife messed up the bank accounts so I my, my credit score has taken a hit and it's not my fault it's not my fault it's that person's fault the blame game a lot of people can take responsibility for some aspects of their life but once you get to health and you know getting cancer and stuff they're like oh no that's that's nothing to to do with me that's that's just luck and so Tony got really ill. Uh, I think it was last year, and they were Nick and Tony were talking about the the experience. And I and I said, well, Tony, if if that happened last year, how do you believe that you created that? Do you believe that you created that? I think I think it was his gallbladder from memory. He had an operate emergency operation. Nicky said it, um, that the doctor in in broken Italian said that he was going to explode if he didn't have a, a conver- if he didn't have this operation. And so my question to Tony was, do you believe that that you were responsible for that? That you bought that on yourself? And and he in, in a flash he didn't even hesitate. He said, absolutely, absolutely, I did. And I thought, wow. That is remarkable because if you answer no to that, no, these things just happen, then what's to stop them from happening tomorrow and the next month and the next year? What's from stopping you having a really poor retirement and an early death? Whereas if you own it, if you are responsible for your health, and of course we're responsible for the amount of exercise we do, although loads of people say, I haven't got time. I haven't got time to exercise. Well, that's funny because we all have 24 hours a day. Or, you know, by the time I've done the kids and I've cooked dinner and I've um, been to work, there's no time for investing. Well, if that's the case, then give up. Give up on your property journey because no one's going to do it for you. You have to own your situation. You have to own, and this is um, Richard Wilkins' um model of the world he talks about the sausage machine and and funny enough tony and nikki are friends with richard wilkins the minister for inspiration who i i, I mentioned surprisingly often on this podcast i'm not on commission <laughs> those of you that go and uh, work with richard um do so with my blessing he's amazing uh, he and his wife uh, liz ivory i think they're married may not be richard talks about the sausage machine and what you put into the sausage machine dictates the quality of the sausages that come out the other end if you put absolute junk in if you put a sedentary lifestyle with negative thoughts tons of media mainstream media which is very negative social media which can have a very negative effect apathy poor nutrition poor relationships if you put all that into your sausage machine there is no way you're coming out as a healthy happy vibrant successful wealthy person the other side it's just impossible it's like the farmer saying well i'm not going to bother sowing any seed and i'm not going to water my field i'm not going to do any weeding i'm not going to put any fertilizer down i'm going to do it in an area where there's no sunshine but i'm going to come back in august and uh, and cut all my crop down i'm going to harvest my crop it's like well no nature doesn't work like that and we can think about it like that that's a jim Rohn story by the way he used to say that exact example to uh, farmers and they used to laugh with him 
of at the absurdity of it but i think in our modern lives that's what we try and do we try and take a pill for this we try and shortcut this people talking about life hacks as if you can shortcut your way to success you can't shortcut your way to success i have had to work at this deal for a whole year in order to get 32 properties over the line that is a no money down deal i have not had to put a penny of my own money into that um into those 32 properties but it's taken work it's taken a lot of reputation building a lot of understanding sales and psychology building up a power team who can get this over the line of maintaining relationships with the vendor of building enough trust with the vendor that he trusts us to manage these properties in our name for the next number of years that we're doing this deal over the vendor's still got mortgages on these properties and so he's trusting us to pay those mortgages over the next i think the furthest deal is seven years from memory so he's trusting us to pay that mortgage every single month for seven years that's a lot of trust and so you can't shortcut that you can't you can't um the example i give is you stand in your mirror um in your bath in front of your bathroom mirror you stand in front of your bathroom mirror and you say i own a lamborghini I own a Lamborghini. I've got a red Lamborghini outside. It smells amazing. It's got black leather. It it purrs when I start the engine. I've I own a red Lamborghini. It's outside my front door. And you go running down the stairs and you open the front door and it's not there. You can't shortcut your way. And that doesn't I'm not saying that affirmations don't work. Absolutely affirmations work but they're not a shortcut. All you're doing is influencing what you put into the sausage machine. You still need to sow the seed. You still need to water and weed and feed. You still need to have set the right environment to do your farming, to do your work. BNI, I was a, um, I ran a BNI region for uh, a few years, Business Network International. It's uh, breakfast meetings. I can thoroughly recommend it. In fact, we've had um, um, Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI, on, on this podcast. In that, they talk about farming rather than hunting. And I think that is so, so important. I was speaking to a, a client of mine this morning. She started marketing for below market value and control now pay later properties five weeks ago and last week she got in touch it was 29 days after she started which i find amazing 29 days after she started she phoned me up and said frank i have found a vendor who has agreed to sell nine flats between ninety thousand and a hundred thousand, um, and that is twenty at ninety thousand. Um, it's twenty three percent below market value, and at a hundred thousand, it's fifteen percent there or thereabouts below market value. I think I've got the maths right there. They're worth one hundred and seventeen thousand pounds each. There's nine of them plus the freehold. She had found that within the month, which is amazing. That is really, really impressive. She was hoping to do six deals a year uh, for the first two years. And so to do nine in her first month. Now, it's not signed up. She hasn't got them over the line in terms of completing on them. And, and it may well fall through. And I've said from the position that you're in now, her buying criteria is not no money down or no money left in. Um, she's happy to leave money in. Um, it's about volume of quality deals, not a small number of amazing deals and so 
if this vendor says yes and signs up, well, the vendor has said yes, but if he signs up, then that would be remarkable that she has done that in one month. And I was thinking, gosh, she's so lucky. But then I looked at how she had approached her first month, the amount of education she's done, the amount of participation, the focused nature with which she's been applying herself. And it's not surprising. It's natural law. It's the opposite of the farmer that does nothing. She has been working consistently. She got that lead for free. And you might you might say, well, that's really lucky. You know, how lucky is she? And an unsuccessful person would say that she's been lucky because they don't recognize that she was the one that reached out to her agents and letting agents, estate agents and letting agents in her goldmine territory. She went and identified a goldmine territory, did all of the analysis and then went there and then started speaking to agents. And in speaking to the agents, because we know that agents have got so many clients at the moment that are wanting to sell up. And of course, letting agents especially are scared of losing those properties. If a buy-to-let landlord sells their portfolio, they are not guaranteed to sell that portfolio to an investor. And so if they sell to private individuals, then the agent may well lose the management of those properties, which is which is obviously really scary to an agent. Even if they do sell to an investor, that investor might self-manage or might have their own letting agent or might have their in-house team. And so it's really, really down to her. It's down to the work that she's done, the learning she's done, the relationship she's invested in. And so she's not lucky. It was inevitable that she would get some amazing deals. It is, even if this one falls through, and I, I was chatting to her and I said, do you know what? I think this has probably got a... 10 to 20 percent chance of of completion there or thereabouts and she was like oh that low and i said yeah but this is brilliant because all you've got to do is find another five to ten of these and you'll get one over the line and that's a you know that's nine bmv flats it's an amazing deal that would hit your 18 month target and so if you're sat there guys and you're thinking I want to be better. I want to be closer to my definition of success. I want to be achieving more. My encouragement to you is go find yourself a mentor. Find someone who is doing what you want to do better than you. And I was about to say, and ask them to help you. But don't ask them to help you. You don't want it for free. Because when you get something for free, you get what you pay for. And the irony is I have on occasion mentored and coached people pro bono, but it doesn't work. You have to be investing in yourself. You have to be backing yourself. We were talking about Tony Robbins's platinum program where you get access to basically every event that uh, Tony Robbins does in a year. And it's expensive. It's really expensive. I think it's six figures over a hundred grand. And what the conversation revolved around so I've never done that program but Tony and Nikki have they were on the platinum program in its infancy actually and what they said was it's it's amazing for meeting successful people meeting people that you can learn from meeting people that you can do joint ventures with and do business with and the number of clients where I've been working with clients where after they realize they're on the same page and they're on the same journey, they then collaborate and do deals together is unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. And so if you are in a position where 
you are wanting to achieve more. You're wanting to move faster to your definition of success or start moving towards your definition of success rather than away from it. My suggestion is go find yourself a mentor and start investing in yourself so that you can learn, be supported in putting into the sausage machine what you need to put in. Because if you're 20 years old or 30 years old or 40 or 50 or 60, you have spent that many years building habits that have got you to where you are today. And in order to get to somewhere different over the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, 120 months, the next decade, you are going to need to do things differently. You're going to need to invest in yourself in a different way. You're going to need to take action differently. And so my challenge to you is sit down now, at the end of this episode, sit down with a piece of paper or get your phone out and open your notes uh, app and jot down, jot down the three things that you know deep down, if you really just think, close your eyes and think to yourself, what do I need to be doing differently in my life in order to improve it? You will know, it will jump out at you, it'll hit you like a sledgehammer and jot those three things down. And then make a commitment to yourself to start doing them or stop doing them or do more of them or do less of them. Because we all have those 24 drops a day, those 365 days a year. And we can choose to operate at a world-class level like Cristiano Ronaldo or a world-class level like Nicky and Tony V, a world-class level like Dolph DeRoos, Tony Robbins, or we can choose to settle. Guys, I hope that has provoked some thought in you. I know it's a bit of a left field session, but I've just had a bit of a left field weekend. Have a fantastic week. And until next time, happy investing. Sophisticated property investing. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now.